Welcome to Take Heart, where our goal is to offer encouragement, give hope and insight so you can flourish in your journey as a special needs mom. As we explore monthly themes, share inspiring stories and practical tips, our desire is for you to feel connected and encouraged. All of our resources, including an entire written transcript of this episode, is available on our website, TakeHeartSpecialMoms.com. There are also quick links to anything we mention in the show notes of this episode. This is Sarah Klein, and thank you for joining me today for episode 112. This month, we are talking about perseverance. Once again, I found myself in a place in my life where I didn't quite know what to say to you today, and I guess I don't know what it's like to not persevere or not push through. And I got to thinking, what would it be like to not persevere? What does persevere even mean? I mean, all my life, I take what life throws at me and I do what needs to get done. But is that persevering? Is, quote, keeping your head down, unquote, really what persevering is all about? Technically, the definition, according to dictionary.com, is steady persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, etc., especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. And I read that and thought, yep, that's persevering, and it might not be pretty, but it's getting done what needs to get done. And isn't that what we do as moms and caregivers to those with disabilities? I mean, just moms in general, we just do what needs to get done. But, and here's the big but that got me, the second part of that definition is theology, continuance in a state of grace to the end, leading to eternal salvation continuance in a state of grace to the end. So I seriously reflected on my state of perseverance. I have always been a get it done kind of gal. And like I said, it might not be pretty, but I get it done. But that's not all that matters. It's not what we get done, but it's how we get it done. Do we persevere with grace? And actually, let me change that. Do I persevere with grace? And do I persevere with grace to the end? And does that lead to eternal salvation? I mean, that's big, right? And that puts me persevering in a different perspective. Now, I'm going to be completely honest here, and I have debated even saying this. As a Christian, yes, eternal salvation is all that truly matters. And I wholeheartedly believe that. But y'all, at 3 o'clock a.m., when my son needs something and I haven't slept a full night's sleep in who knows how long, or I've heard my co-host, Carrie M. Holt, talk about sitting through the umpteenth surgery, or my other co-host, Amy J. Brown, talking about some of the rad issues she deals with, the eternal salvation perseverance isn't in the forefront of our minds at that moment, at 3 o'clock a.m., when it's all I can do to just not run into the door frame, or in the surgery waiting room when Carrie is praying for her sweet boy just to make it out of surgery yet again, or Amy's in the middle of a gut-wrenching behavioral issue and she is simply trying to keep her family together, and all she can do is think of that very next second, literally, 
eternity often slips our minds. And I think that's just the cold, hard reality of our situation and just our human nature. And that's okay. God understands that. That's what is great about our God. He gets us because he created us. He also understands the pressures we are under. So how do we persevere with both of those sides of the definition, the grit and the grace? And that is what perseverance really is in its truest and purest form. Perseverance is the best done with a lot of grit and a whole lot of grace right up to the end. Well, I definitely don't have all the answers, obviously. I mean, come on, I just realized the grace part of this perseverance equation. But I can tell you how I've made it this far without going completely crazy, misplacing a child, or just being unkind. Well, being totally crazy unkind to people. And those might not be lofty goals to some, but those are pretty big goals for me. So first, I try really hard not to compare myself to others. Try to run my own race. I try not to keep up with everyone else. It's not always been this way, and I fail at this often, but this is my race, and God is the only one really who is allowed to run with me. He's the only one that is allowed to run that race, handing me that little cup of water and cheering me on. He's the only one that's telling me to pick up my pace or slow down or telling me it's okay to keep going or to tell me that it's okay to take a break. He is the only one who can tell me exactly how I'm doing. And sure, I can always strive to do better, but perseverance, it's not about running someone else's version of what a good race is. Perseverance is running our race. It's running your race, the race God has carved out for you, period. And second, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. When I have trouble persevering or pushing through, that usually means there is just simply too much on my plate. How many times have you said to yourself, I should be able to do this? So-and-so does this, and -and so-and-so does this and more. Or I usually can do this and not blink an eye, but it is so overwhelming right now. Well, that's okay too. You were allowed to change your mind. You were allowed to be overwhelmed today when you weren't yesterday. You were allowed to get overwhelmed and take a time out occasionally. You were allowed to ask for help. And Give yourself permission to do things poorly. I always think back to the time, and if you've ever heard me on past episodes, you've heard me talk about the time that I brought, heaven forbid, bags of potato chips to a PTA lunch for teachers, and I was basically scolded. I was never asked to contribute again. That was perseverance and score. I nailed it, but let things go. Don't dwell on things. Did you get scolded by the uptight PTA mom? Who told you to bring homemade persimmon chips with goat cheese spread? So what? Let it go. Seriously, yes, it rankles. And yes, you want to ask her, what the heck is a persimmon? And who in the heck would want that over a Lay's chip anyway? But whatever. Yes, you don't answer to her. She won't understand your life. And you know what? Good. That means she doesn't hurt like you hurt. There is one less mom who is suffering like what we suffer. And isn't that really, truly a gift? So let her have her buffet and homemade snacks and let her walk through that day with her biggest stress being what is on that buffet table. And we'll keep trying to get out of the house with actual shoes on our feet and having brushed our teeth. 
Then every time I see that mom, I will say a prayer of thanks that she has no clue what it means to persevere without persimmon chips. Okay, y'all, I apologize to anyone right now that likes persimmon chips. I mean, does anyone? And really, if you do, email me. I'd love to know. Anyway, I digress. The third thing, and this may seem like a hard one to hear, but it actually has helped me on more occasions than not. There will be times in your life when you just don't have to push through. Sometimes you just say, forget it, and go sit on the back porch with your feet up. Yes, you yelled at the kids, you lost your cool, you burned dinner, and everyone had to fend for themselves. The little one, you think, had a Twinkie and an orange soda for dinner. They're all in front of the TV, and they've been there for about 40 minutes, and it's okay. It happens from time to time. It doesn't mean you're a bad mom. Give yourself that grace and take a moment to reflect. I have asked myself plenty of times, Sarah, what happened right before you jumped down your husband's throat? You weren't really mad that he put his jacket on the wrong hook, right? So, Sarah, what was the real problem? What happened before he put that coat on the wrong hook? Sometimes true perseverance is with your own thoughts and your own hangups. Sometimes we have to push through our own doubts, insecurities, fears, or needs. And sometimes that need is to be in control or the need to avoid messy emotions, whatever we are needing to push through or persevere. And one major thing that reminding myself that I don't have to persevere all the time does is it puts it in perspective on whose job it truly is to persevere during those hard times. Who do I rely on when things get tough? Who do I rely on when I need to persevere or push through the the difficult moments? If I am always relying on my own power to, quote, power through, unquote, then I am not relying on God, who is my ultimate source of power, my ultimate source of perseverance. Father God, thank you for always being our source of perseverance, our steady persistence, our course of action, our purpose, in spite of difficulties or obstacles or discouragement. And more than anything, thank you for being that continued state of grace right to the end, leading us to that eternal salvation. And God, there are moments and even seasons when we don't feel that we can push through the difficult times. Help us to remember that we don't need to persevere alone. We were never meant to do that without you. Father, also help us to remember that we have each other. We have each other in this community of strong, amazing women who know what it's like to run this race and who know what it's like to fight this fight. And Father, I ask for your protection, your love, and your peace over these women and their families right now. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week on Take Heart. Our prayer each week is for your heart to be encouraged. We are grateful you are walking on this journey with us. If you have any questions or comments, follow the links in our show notes. We love hearing from our listeners. Thanks for listening. Next week, Carrie, Amy, and I will be together to wrap up this month on Perseverance. Perseverance.